City 93. This is your host, as always, Elliot Barr, and is joining me is now the starting center back for the original kickers going into year two. The guy with probably the smoothest hair out there, Mr. Jalen Crisler. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, doing well. Um, obviously, preseason going now, like I was touching with you a bit, so it's it's grind time, and it's good to be back with the boys and getting ready for April 2nd, that's for sure. So, I'm doing well. I imagine. I mean, like you said, like preseason is a grind. What makes it so much of a grind? I know obviously like you have to kind of restart the things, but what's what's the grinding part for you? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's obviously our preseason's pretty long this year, um, which is a good thing. I mean, there's a lot of there's some new faces, a lot of good returners um, from the group last year and some new faces. And so getting kind of a feel with everybody of just how we're going to be this year, what our style play is going to be and everything and just really working through everything to make sure we're in the best place going into the season as possible. So it's, I mean, it's training every day. It's lifting a few times a week. We've got a bunch of preseason games this year, so it's, it's good. It's, it's really good. Really looking forward to this group. Um, but like I said, it's just, it's just a grind getting to the regular season. And then that's when, that's when it really starts going. So we're looking forward to it. Ah, true. So how was the off season for you though? Did you do anything fun? Anything exciting? What kind of trips you took? Yeah, I mean, didn't go anywhere warm, I'll tell you that. I was, um, Lin- Lindsay and I went back to Seattle to see my family for a bit, and then we headed out to see her family in Detroit. So you can imagine we got some rain in Seattle, and we got some nice cold weather in Detroit. And so hopefully next year we'll get somewhere warm for the off season. But this this year was more about seeing family, and obviously COVID's still a little bit of an issue. So it was good getting back home and seeing the family and friend and everything that we could. <laughs> True. That's always a good thing, especially with everything that happened with the craziness of COVID. Yeah. Um, my co-host, uh, Matt, who, who's a Maryland therapist, man, he wants me to ask you, are the Zags finally going to get that title that keeps eluding every year? I hope. I hope. I say it every single year. It's our year. And then we get done, too. And we get smacked by Baylor last year. That was pretty rough. Um, and then other years, I went to the Final Four when I was still in college, and we lost that championship. So it's it's we're, we're close. Um, I'm hoping this is the year because I don't think there's too many. I don't think there's a favorite out there that's like going to run the table. I mean, Baylor was really good defensively. Zags were great offensively last year, and we kind of got locked. But we'll see. I think this year could be the year. We got Chet. We got some good boys, Timmy back. So you never know. We got a high high scoring offense. We just got to make sure we do take care of business. And but March is March, you know. Those NCAA yeah. tournaments is always upsets, is always things, but my money's on the Zags as always. So, well, hey, at least they're doing be- a lot better than my Hoyas. So that's yeah. a good thing. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about your time here in Richmond. I mean, obviously yeah. you came in last year, um, first year as a true starter. How was mm-hmm. that for you, making that transition from being at the team in Pink to coming to a real team here in Richmond? Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. I mean, my time in Madison was great and everything. I, I think I, I started week one and I, I had a bit of a little injury, just the laceration, and never really got back in the team there. Um, so I was looking for a fresh start. And my conversation with Darren, I played with him back in the U23s, um, Sounders, back in the day. So still had a relationship, still talked to him every offseason. And when he came to me and said, hey, we got an opportunity here and you'll come in, you'll fight for a starting spot, like that's all I wanted. I just wanted a fresh start. Um, a fresh opportunity to kind of prove myself and I was able to thankfully do that and kind of showcase myself last year a little bit and earn that spot and it, it was it was just a blessing I mean from 
the ownership group to the team to the coaching staff like it was just i felt welcome and felt trusted and that was kind of the thing coming in was just i just wanted to find a place that valued me um, i felt that right away here from the fans to the front office to the coaching staff and the team so super grateful for for being able to come to richmond obviously happy to be here for year two as well true true i mean look we're glad to have you here yeah <laughs> um because one of the things that I saw a lot of you last year was your aerial ability. Like, yeah, I don't know if you realize this, but you definitely debunked the myth of white man can't jump. Um, <laughs> I have personally put you in my Richmond kickers uh, five aside for when we play pickup basketball. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, what would you say is one of your strongest attributes in the game? Yeah, I mean, like you touched on, I think aerial ability has always been, I mean, six four, so obviously I got to kind of play that way. Um, and also for me, just being the, trying to be a leader um, within the team and communication from the back and just kind of helping the team in any way I can from that standpoint. Um, because as, if I'm communicating and talking to the boys in front of me and they're able to do a little bit more just from cutting off passing lanes or doing different things and just trying to help establish our team, it, it helps my job as well. Um, and so I think just my leadership, communication, I think also just a little bit of range of pay, passing and my kind of ability on the ball I'm, I'm confident on the ball the ball on my feet so i'm able to make some passes and play the way i think i can and i mean i think those are some of the skill sets that i possess that allow me to kind of just hopefully continue to have success to this level so right. um so obviously this past off season your center back partner uh yeah. avon miguel is retired yep. what kind of how was y'all partnership with each other and like how were you playing to his ribs and how was he playing to your strengths yeah, I mean, Yvonne was a great center back parent. I really enjoyed playing with him. And I think we, and it's the your progress, you could see kind of the progression of our relationship as well. I think at the beginning, there was still some hiccups, still learning curve. I mean, because brand new center back parent is never easy to, you don't just pick it up right away. Sometimes you do, but usually it takes some time to communicate and kind of get a feel for each other and each other's tendencies. And I think we complement each other very well with just, he's a little quicker than me. Um, so he could cover me well. Um, I was a little bit bigger in the air, so I could win some more of those tools maybe. And he was also just a great, strong leader as well. And so playing next to him was was a privilege, and I really enjoyed it last year. And I think we just really had a good feel of our strengths and weaknesses together um, and just trying to help each other through all that. And, I mean, I, I think at the end of it, we saw we had a lot of clearances, a lot of walks together and stuff. And so that came with a lot of just the communication and trusting each other and being in the right spot. So. Um, I think it was just something we developed and continue to develop over the year. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a bummer when he stepped away for sure, but I'm um, wishing him all the best. And obviously he's got that next step and that's great for him. So happy for him. Yeah. Obviously coming in this year, you know, the kickers are coming in with almost a brand new back forward. Three out of the four players that played uh, yeah. last year are now gone for the team this year. How are you kind of stepping up more? I'm assuming more into a leadership role of, try to help those guys bet into the squad. Yeah, I mean, we definitely got a good mix, I think, of younger and older guys in the roster now. Um, there's obviously, like, Steven Stewart, some young outside backs. We got Chris Cole returning. Still, we got Nathan on. He's also kind of a veteran leader as well in Dakota Barnathan. I mean, we got a lot of guys who will step up and a lot of guys who can play the different positions and play the different roles, and I think you'll see that this year with a lot of rotation and just the ability to have a mix of those lineups because all those guys are at this level where we can play. Um, and so I think just the mix of the young and old guys, I try to step up. And, I mean, I've, this is my fourth year pro. And same with, I think, Nathan, Ani, Dakota. They've been around as the veterans. So having us as the core with the younger guys around us, I think just they're really willing to learn. Those young guys always asking questions and stuff, which is great. Um, 
So just trying to give them all the knowledge that I can that I've learned from my playing through college because some of these guys didn't even go to college, you know, so they're still really young in the game, but they still have their experience from Europe and stuff as well. So it's it's a great mix. Um, so anyway, I can help them and they, they're helping me as well because we're learning together through this process of preseason because it's they're new players. They have different tendencies as maybe Calvo and um, Monty had last year and stuff. So we're just trying to learn together. Um, and it's kind of day by day where we keep developing that relationship and it just hopefully will show come start of the season. That's why it's, it's been, it's been good. So if I'm hearing you right, you're kind of like the dad of the bat defense <laughs> you, this year. You could say that. I mean, I think I'm maybe the third oldest about what, like Akira and Emmy and then maybe me. So I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm pretty old now. I'm getting up there. I'm kind of the, kind of the dad of the team. So oh. we got a few older guys that, they always call them. I'm always in the training room and stuff too. You know, I'm just trying to take care of my body. So I always get, I always get stink from the young guys. So it's, it's part of it. It's all good. Word, word. Um, so let's take it back to how did you get started in soccer? Obviously coming from the Seattle region, which is like yeah. one of Darren's favorite tap uh, pipelines. Yeah. How did you get started in the soccer? It made you fall in love with it. Yeah, I mean, just from a young age, I was always, always playing. Uh, played multiple sports. Played basketball, baseball, soccer, and kind of just always just found my way back to soccer a little bit. My dad coached me at a young age, so we, I was always focused more so on soccer, I would say, um, than anything. And kind of growing up through my youth program, I played for a team, a club back home that played from U11 to U18. I stayed on the same team. Um, just made some great friends through that process, and same thing in high school. Um, never played academy or anything, so it was kind of just developed when I was when I was younger. Um, was able to get a preferred walk-on spot at Gonzaga, um, so kind of had to earn my role there. I had two options. It was CLU, Gonzaga. I ended up choosing Gonzaga just because I like the school and I went there, not even necessarily for soccer. And same thing. I redshirted my freshman year, um, became a starter my sophomore year, and so kind of just had to earn. always had a chip on my shoulder. I had to earn my spot. And so that's kind of where I met Darren as well, um, playing in the summers for the U23s. Um, kind of just kept working, always knew that I necessarily wasn't the best coming in. And that always led me to keep pushing to try to develop and continue to grow as a player and just kind of found my way. Same thing through college of being a leader my last two years, captain the last two years, and just really pushing the guys around me and kind of just, just always love the game. Um, always love learning, watching film, doing different things to just kind of help develop and continue to grow. And so tore my ACL my senior night. I think you maybe knew that or some just from talking from different podcasts and stuff. Um, tore my ACL my senior night at Gonzaga. Don't recommend it. Um, it was definitely a grind getting back as well. And I think that kind of the surgery and recovery really led me back to like, yeah, I really want to keep doing this and love this. Because when I wasn't playing, I wasn't as good as when I was playing. I'll tell you that. And having to work and do some other things as well just to kind of fill that void in time. Um, it just made me fall back in love with the game, I guess. And just through the whole recovery process, I just knew right after I – kind of had the emotions come out on the field when I tore it. I knew right away when I got back in that locker room, I was like, okay, it's time to grind and start going for this 10, 12 month period. It's going to be. So was able to do that, um, head back to Gonzaga and kind of get back in with them being a volunteer coach. Um, and real reason I was doing that was just to train with the guys every day because the NCAA rules of allowing people to train, you have to be a coach technically and stuff. So was able to do that. Um, and then didn't really have any options coming out of combines and things like that. Um, emailed everybody in League One in the championship to see what I could do. Indy 11 randomly called because they had a guy go down first day of preseason. That's kind of where 
I got my foot in the pro ranks, um, was on them for two weeks and felt I did really well. Um, but they ended up signing a guy who got cut from an MLS team, but they linked me then with Detroit because Trevor James was with Indy the year before. And so that's kind of where I got my career started was in Detroit and they started as MPSL. And then we kind of went to that niece of members cup sort of thing, which no one really knew what it was. I mean, the Cosmos were in it, Jet Nugger were in it. It was like trying to establish as another pro, pro league. Um, but it was a great year for me because coming off the ACL is kind of where I was able to build my confidence again and really get playing at a higher level again because we had a great team there. And so that's kind of a story, a little bit of back from how I started to how I got to the pro ranks. Um, then obviously I was in Madison for that one year and then this is my second year here. So fourth year pro and still loving it, still still looking forward to doing it every day. So that's, I think, how I know I want to keep doing it. So, so. <laughs> It's just funny to hear you say like you tore your ACL. Not funny, but yeah. it's messed up to hear you say you tore your ACL your senior night. And most people would have just been like, all right, let me go yeah. get an accounting job or something else. But you wanted to stick with it. So, that, I mean, that definitely shows that grit and grind that we saw throughout the season. Like, this is something that's just yeah. all in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something that I've kind of just grown to kind of be part of who I am. I mean, like I said, I went to Gonzago's preferred walk I never really was like the top dog to say like kind of had to work my way up the totem pole and it's kind of how I've always felt to kind of have that chip on my shoulder I gotta outwork people gotta work harder and just kind of continue to continue to grow to see how far I can take it obviously and that's where finding Richmond was awesome for me because I'm able to continue to develop and grow and just love everything about the city about the fan base about the, the club like Darren Mika Riley all those guys are so awesome with me and my development and helping me grow and continue to grow as a player so it's been it's been a blessing so during the parts of last season, you know, there were yeah. some ups and downs, games that were definitely stretches of games where they were, they yeah. were tough. How were you personally getting through those mental grind of games and trying to keep the eyes on the prize of going to the playoff run? Yeah, I mean, I think it was tough. Like you said, last year and everyone will say the same. It was ups and downs. I don't think we won two games in a row until we won five straight. So it was it was up and down, up and down, up and down. But Darren really kept us kind of focused and saying like, it's it's all about the process. We got to keep obviously growing. We want results. No, every, we're in the business of results. Like you have to win games to keep your job. Everybody does. So that ultimately, that's where we want to be is winning games. But it's about the process as well and continue to grow. I mean, there was a bunch of new players in the team last year. Like there was language barriers that we were trying to overcome within like the starting eleven, and so it was really just. Growing as a team um, and continue to kind of find those little steps that we knew, like if we stayed kind of persistent in what we were trying to do over time, it would add up. And I think you saw that towards the end of the year. I think there was so many ups and downs, but just the core group and everyone staying together and really having Darren and everyone emphasize that is it helped us a ton. And then we were able to string those five games in a row together and obviously make the playoffs and wish we could have had a home playoff game kind of, slip up at the end a little bit where we weren't able to host a playoff game and maybe things would have been different. Um, and obviously going out in the first round the way we did, it definitely left a, a sour taste in our mouth. So we're ready. We're ready to get after it. So. So this is kind of like a two part question. Um, mm-hmm. How, what clicked for that five game winning streak first and foremost, because that was amazing. But yeah. then secondly, like that playoff game. Yeah. How do you get that sour taste out of your mouth? Because us as fans, we were thinking like, this is something that's probably going to stick in their mind. That's going to piss them off all, you know, off yeah. season. Yeah, 
so the first part, how we're able to do that, I think we have uh, the Golden Boot winner and MVP, MB Dog. He can score some goals. So for us, he was obviously instrumental in that kind of process of and as us getting those results. I mean, I think he scored. I think we won three of those games 1-0 in a row. I think he scored all three of those goals. So, I mean, obviously having him up front is a huge piece. Um, I think with our attack this year, you'll see Johnny, Maddie, Luke stepping in, different guys, Matt Bentley, guys who will step up into these roles that can help take the load off him. We know Emmy, what Emmy's capable of, right? We've seen it two years in a row. So we know that he can continue to do that. So I think, obviously, that piece for us was important. But I think you saw the defense and, obviously, Akira just being Akira, keeping us in those games, making the saves we needed him to make, like in the defense then kind of really solidifying ourselves and keeping those clean sheets and stuff. I mean, I think we had, I think we were top in the league of clean sheets. And so able to kind of do that, you always give yourself a chance to either get a result or win a game if you're able to keep a clean sheet, right? Because no goals against, and we can either tie the game or we can win the game. So I think you saw that piece come together, the defense. And I think you saw the offense starting to click a little bit and start to get their, get the stride going and able to string those games together. Same with the Madison. I mean, defense didn't particularly play perfect. It was three, two wins. The offense carried us there. So you saw, I think the defense and offense really start to kind of come together and everybody kind of was bought in the process and we were able to continue to continue to grow and develop. And we got those results when we needed. I think it was just really the grit and determination of the team that pushed us across those lines in some of those games and just the willingness to wait until the 87th minute to score those winners and probably making you guys all stress, but able to get it done. It was pretty, it was pretty special and it was, it was pretty awesome. And then, like you said, the second part of that, I think that game in Tucson was tough. Obviously, we lost um, 4-2 last regular season game. Didn't get to host the playoff game, which was obviously a bummer because um, we wanted to be at City Stadium, wanted to be in front of the fans. And then to be there, stuck there for a week, um, I don't think was our ideal situation. Um, but we made it work in the group, obviously, as it was, is, was such an awesome group. So it was definitely a a week where we got to know each other more. Um, I think that kind of helps lead into the season, build those relationships with the guys who are still around. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a tough game. I think we dictated that game quite a bit. Um, I think we had the better chances probably in that game. And it's, it's soccer though. You know, we, you don't finish your chances and you give up the team one chance. It can, it can go that way. And I think that's what happened. And just being on that field after the game, it was, it was tough. They're celebrating. You're going home. Um, and I think we get them week one. So looking forward to that. Yeah. And I can hear it in your voice. Like you guys are chomping at the bit to wait for that game. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a tough finish to a great end of the season and a great season overall. I think like, like we talked about, it was just up and down, up and down. So you're really putting it in every single day and trying to stay positive, trying to stay together, which I thought we did very well with um, as from, from the fans to the club, to the, coaching staff and everyone really sticking to it um and to kind of how and how it did it was it was tough it was definitely definitely tough so so let me ask you this what are some of your favorite things to do here in richmond to kind of uplift the mood a little bit because i can see yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) what are some of your favorite things to do here in richmond places to go eat at hang out at yeah i mean Lindsay and i from being like COVID year, obviously we still were limited in a little bit of what we could do. Um, so we lo- we live over in Scott's Edition. So there's so many restaurants and areas to walk around to. We love just going for the walks, kind of monument up to Carytown and 
one of my spots. Uh, I'm a big coffee guy, so Sugar and Twine is kind of my spot to go to, especially on a hot okay. day. Grab a little coffee, some pastries, you know, go sit outside the BFMA out back. Um, enjoy the sunshine when we get it, hopefully soon, because it's been hot and cold and now it's raining all week. So looking forward to the spring sun, not necessarily the summer sun, but um, yeah, we like that. We like going over to Churchill and Libby, Libby Park and everything, Libby Hill, um, and just enjoy being outdoors, um, especially during these these months where it's not too hot. Once it gets too hot, then I kind of like to sit inside in the AC a little bit more, but um, been doing a lot of coaching and stuff as well for the kickers, and so it's been it's been a lot of fun just being with the with the younger kids and helping kind of grow their their passion for the game and everything as well. So it's been it's a good balance here. Um, really really enjoying the soccer aspect of things outside of the game. We live in the city as well, so it's been it's been awesome. I'm so happy we're we're here in Richmond. Do you see yourself becoming a coach? Uh, I mean. Everyone says like, oh, we can see you becoming a coach. I think I watched the game. I love watching the game and just even our highlights and stuff or our games back and really just kind of breaking it down. Um, so I've kind of always had that knowledge of the game, I would say, a little bit um, and really an enjoyment of the game. And so I could see it. I also have my degree in marketing and finance from Gonzaga. So I've always seen myself maybe going to sales. But, you know, I always think I'll be a part of the game, whether it's decide to kind of go the coaching route or if it's maybe I am doing kind of Yvonne style going finance and then maybe still coaching the younger kids and stuff. We'll see. I mean, right now the focus is on obviously soccer and then doing the coaching on the side and a little extra money and just kind of helping, helping with that process and being with the kids is always fun for me. So it's, um, we'll see, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm going to keep playing soccer as long as I can. And then we'll, when it comes to, I'll make that decision. So we shouldn't be shocked in about 10 years or so when Jalen's bankrolling his own uh, soccer team in USC. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> um, My final question for you, man, and yeah. I just I want to ask you this because I grew up playing center back and whatnot. Uh -huh. What are you looking to grow in your game most going into, you, going into your second year here at Richmond? Yeah, I think for me um, – obviously continue to work on just the fundamental side of things and the different things of me being able to play the different passes and continue like to grow in that aspect and understanding of the game. But for me, I think it's more so the leadership side of the game um, and the communication. I think last year at the beginning, especially I was really trying to find my role within the team. So I wasn't as much of a leader as I necessarily could have been um, and helping those younger guys and stuff as well. Um, so I think for me this year is really just stepping up and, we have a bunch of older guys that are going to be leaders and stuff in this team, but continue to kind of help the younger guys and continue to be the voice within the team. Um, Cause I think being Yvonne, being with Yvonne last year, he was captain. So I kind of was let it go to him a little bit more when necessarily, I think I could have had a little bit more of a voice as well. And it could have helped the team. Um, so I think for me is continue to grow into a, li a little bit of a leadership role and just continue to develop the relationships that I have within the locker room and just the communication I have. And, We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens this year, but I'm excited. Uh, excited with everything that's happening, and obviously want to just keep growing as much as I can as a player and as a leader in the locker room. So, all right. Oh, okay. I'm kind of lot. Yeah, you're good. You're good. It's bottom of my head. How is the center back pairing now coming with you and Dakota coming from SC2? So I'm pretty sure you're kind of throwing a little jab at them here or there. But then, yeah. 
how was preseason also going for the team as a whole? It's good. I mean, like I said, we're having a good rotation. Like Nathan Ani's playing great. Dakota's playing great. Um, we got the outside backs. Like we got Chris, we got Steven Stewart. I think just everybody we have has is able to play this level and just continue to develop those relationships. I mean, I think the partnerships from me and Dakota, me and Ani, Ani and Dakota, like you can really see there's there's good things with every every pairing. Um it's and outside backs included. So Growing those relationships where we can have that rotation, I think, is going to be key um, because it's a long season. 30 games, a lot of preseason games, open couples make a little run, have some more of those games as well. Um, right. So there's going to need to be rotation for the whole team. And I think you see that from every position. There's competition every position, which is a good thing because that means if guys aren't doing the job, other guys can step in. And same thing where if guys need rest sometimes, then other guys step up and it's it's really good for the team as a whole when everyone's getting minutes and everyone's pushing each other and training every single day. So I think you'll, you'll really see that throughout the season um, with a lot of guys stepping up and a lot of guys playing different roles. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's a great group. So really excited about this season to see the progression through preseason. It's been two weeks and I've already seen this group grow a ton. I'm looking forward to continuing that. And then obviously when April 2nd comes around, it'll be, Hopefully we're flying, ready to go um, for the season. We got what five or six games or something at home to start. Right. So let's let's start uh, the way so, we yeah. finished at home, something like that. Let's start the way we finished and really get really get out of the gates fast. So we're looking forward to being back at City. That's for sure. Well, man, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We look forward yeah. to cheering you on, rooting you on, and I'm gonna keep track this year. A better job. I'm gonna keep track of how many headers you have okay. <laughs> this year. Yeah. Um, any last things before we wrap up and where can fans um, reach you out and support you? Yeah. I mean, just I'm on pretty much all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, you know, so I'm always on there. Um, all I can say is I'm just, I'm just looking forward to this year. Looking forward to being back in city with all the fans. It's, it's going to be a good year. Um, and just excited to see, see you all again and having some fun nights out at, out at city with some light shows and some goals and some, some good times. So, Really, just looking forward, looking forward to all that, and looking forward to seeing everybody again, and just, uh, just being together again. So, that's kind of all I got. (laughs) Well, as always, listeners, uh, we just want to say thank you for taking the time of your day for listening to our show. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at River City ninety three. Also, you can find us on Facebook at River City ninety three. So, for Jalen, myself, have a great day.